Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's the Snow White Odyssey. Um, we're gradually working our way through Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. From 1937, I think it is. 38. The Walt Disney classic. Um, last time we got a little bit of Doc's backstory, we were at the mm. point where the dwarfs had arrived back home to their little cottage and come across Snow White, who was asleep in their bed. Yeah. And chaos ensued, it's fair to say. Yeah, they shat themselves to begin with. Then yeah. they... Which is was pathetic, because it's like there's a... a an adolescent girl, barely adolescent girl, mm. lying in your dwarf bed. It's it's nothing to be scared of. I mean, it's These weird. are miners. These are hardened miners. They should be yeah, able to deal with some exactly. of Exactly. You're diamond miners, right? Yeah. You spend all day, you work with your hands. You are men of the earth, industri- industrial men, industrial men dwarfs. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's weird. It would freak you out. Yeah, if you found someone sleeping in your bed, a young girl dressed up like doled up like a princess, right? Cool. You'd be like, "Fucking up! This yeah. is a bit fucking weird." I don't feel uh, the what what you'd think is you'd feel fear of a different sort. They feel as if she's a threat, mm. as in a clear and present danger. Mm. I'd be thinking more like, "This looks really dodgy. I need to fucking get myself out of this." Mm. I think I'll just leave that. Anyway. She talks them in a patronising way, which is how, how last week we got into Doc's backstory because yeah. Doc is the dwarf's leader. And um, you can see that he takes exception to being spoken to in this manner because he's a man who's, you know, served as a warlord in Somalia. Mm-hmm. He's done time in prison. Turkish he's, prison, he, yeah. He's, he's we, run do- lots of different businesses. He's been married three or four times, I think. Do we know if he has any medical qualifications that give him the name Doc, or perhaps is, does he have or a PhD it's a joke or something? Name. Might have been that he picked it up in prison for some it, it quite be, dark reason. It, it, it could be a self-appointed nickname, couldn't it? We just don't know. Yeah, some of the lads started calling me Doc when I was in the nick, and uh, well, <laughs> I don't know whether I should tell you why, but let's just say it was for a particular act that I became known for <laughs> on the inside. Right, <laughs> that the people started referring me to me as the doctor or doc for short. <laughs> but my real name is Terry, 
Um, but I'm, I haven't been called that for bloody years since my man passed away. <laughs> the governor, one day the governor got me in and he said, That's, what's all these rumours I've been hearing about what you get up to? How come they're calling you Doc now all of a sudden? And I just said, I don't know. I think it's because I wear glasses. I don't know. But he went me with that, so, you know, got away with it. Yeah, and that was it. We moved on. But uh, the name's stuck ever since. Doesn't bother me. It's got me out of a few scrapes, to be honest. There was a time, there, there was a time when I had been captured by a hostile tribe during my time in, uh, early my time in Africa. And, um, <laughs> And I think they were going to slaughter me or, you know, eat me or something like that. But uh, one of the tribe's people's children um, was suffering from what I diagnosed to be appendicitis. Um, (laughs) And they told me that if I could save the kid, then they would let me free. (laughs) So I managed to convince them that I was a real doc because that's why I'd written on my business card. They fell for it. And I actually managed with some pretty rudimentary tribesman tools to remove this child's appendix. I, don't ask me what, how I fucking did it, but I did it. And uh, uh, Somehow I, he survived. He survived somehow, or at least for as long as it took them to free me. I don't know. I didn't look And then back. I was out of there. I don't know whether the kid made it to the end of the week. I'll be honest. I'd be surprised if they fucking did. Put it this but way. There was, was, there was no aftercare on my part. I was gone. <laughs> I just whipped out the fucking appendix, at least I hope that's what it was, and I just fucking lobbed it in the bushes, and then I was out like a fucking bullet. <laughs> so, uh, where so anyway, are we? They're, um, they're all trying to... What they start doing quite quickly is trying to show off to her, right? Mm. They try to they stop being scared, and they start trying to ingratiate themselves to her. Where are you on the time cord with this now? Because I can hear it playing in the background, and I don't know where uh, I'm up to. I'm on 38.50. Oh, right. I'm quite behind then. Now, she's, what she's done is she's put some grab on the stove for them while they are out, and yeah. it's, it's over boiling. So she's run down. It's a lovely big pot she's got hanging on a hook in the fire to cook, which is a lovely right. way to cook, isn't it, Andy? I'd it's one of the to, best ways to cook, yeah. I'd love to prepare my meals like that, mm. but I don't have the facility to. It doesn't, um, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of heat control. They you can't know, there's, fucking... there's no gas mark, as if you get if you were doing no, something no, in the no. oven. No, you just got to leave it. It's this slow. It's a just, slow cooking thing. It's sort of thing you got to put, put a stew on real early. But it's all bubbling and spilling over at the sides of the pot. Yeah, bu- yeah, that's because she fell asleep, the silly cow. She put it mm. on and then she fell asleep. So thank okay. fuck they did come home and wake her up. Um, anyway, she's t- they cannot believe it. They've She's laid, She's tidied up, laid the table, right, mm. put, put some sort of stew on the fire, and... Um, they run down and they jump all over the place. They jump at the table because usually, as we've said, they live like fucking pigs. There's mm. no sit-down dinner in the evening, nothing like that. They just mm. grab whatever they grab, you know, whatever's lying yeah, around. Sure. They yeah. eat at their own times. Now, she goes over to serve it up and Grumpy, who is behaving like a prized cunt um, about the whole situation, he's refusing to go with the flow like the others. Right, he gets annoyed by something. Let me just... I'm just going to have to listen to this bit because I want to remember what he says. Because it's really out of order. She's laid it out all night. 
What does he say? <laughs> Alright. You want to get the subtitles on as well? That's what I've got on. Wash? <laughs> I don't know what he says, but he's fucking furious. I've listened to him three times. She says, supper's not quite ready yet. She's had mm. a sip of it. You'll have just enough time to wash. And they're fucking horrified by this. Wash? Yeah. Wash? And Grumpy is really fucked off, mumbles something and throws his spoon violently down on the table. At the fucking very suggestion. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this: it's it's something that's that's baffled everyone because I've got the subtitles on and there's nothing when he says really? that. Really, when he says they that, don't know what he, he says. Goes, yeah, like that, <laughs> yeah. and then <laughs> some sort of weird dwarf speak that he lapses into their well, own I'll language. You think the subtitles would say brackets dwarf speak? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, incoherent dwarf speak. Yeah, incoherent dwarf objections. Um, so they can't fucking believe it that they've been made to wash. But they seem to go at, like, rather than just say, you know, fuck off. We we don't wash. This is our house. That's not how we roll. Either service the dinner or don't. Yeah. Washing should be the first thing they do. Yeah, I know. Well, I I know that, mate. That's but they, that's not what that's not what they do. That's not their I culture. Know. You don't waltz into another culture and start fucking before when you just met them, start laying down rules and mucking around with them. Well, it's what they need. Let me see your hands. And now she's showing them all the hands. Yeah, and they go, no, because they've been on God knows what they've been doing all day. They're covered in diamond dust, coal, and spunk, (laughs) (laughs) and tobacco stains. (laughs) <laughs> that's a dwarf sand that is what dwarf sands look standard like standard stuff <laughs> can always tell a dwarf by his hands <laughs> if you're not sure if you're out and about and you see someone who's small but you're not sure if they're actually medically a dwarf have to look at their hands that's how you work it out their hands are scruffy that's how you know so yeah. she sent them all out to wash They've all got four thing, three fingers and one thumb, but that's mm. the cartoon character way on the whole, isn't it? Well, she's really laying down the law. 14-year-old girl in your reek saying, wash your fucking hands or you're not getting a bite to eat. And then, mm. like, all right, they go along with it. So they all march off. Look, fucking dopey's off his nut. He's missed, missed the door, hasn't he? He's got another side yeah. of the door. And Grumpy's trying to hold out, saying, I, why should I do it? Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Power player coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cat got your tongue, she says. Oh, sticks his tongue out at her. He's got an incredibly red nose. Must be on the whiskey quite, quite a lot. Yeah, he looks like he's got a serious drink problem. He looks like Alex Ferguson the towards he the does, end of his yeah. reign. And he has, he's given in, he's submitted his way to have yeah. a wash. Well, this, this, you know, not, I don't want to do too many spoilers, but this is a dynamic that starts to emerge between... Uh, one of the most interesting aspects of the whole film is mm. the dynamic that emerges between Snow White and Grumpy. Do they, because... end, up, do they end up fucking? 
<laughs> yeah, and it's it's what what I call a power fuck. <laughs> I think the episode that we lost was the one in which I a, a two way revenge fuck. <laughs> yeah, but you're not sure how the power ebbs and flows between the two of them yeah. as what, the what Congress unfolds. <laughs> But, yeah, no, he's sort of like he's particularly grumpy with that, and yet he's the one who has the deepest affection for her. All seven of them right. fall head over heels in love with her. With this child. He, he With the child. But he, in particular, there is a real intensity to his feelings for her. Right. But he is only capable of explaining them in a sort of a, a grumpy way. But she sees through that veneer, mm. right? And she mm. knows. A woman often does know. Um... So, so where yeah, are we now? So, so he goes off to do his washing in spite of his sort of initial objections. So this is quite and a long bit, scene then of dwarfs washing themselves. Yeah, it's quite a long scene now because they have to learn how to wash. They've literally never done it before. Oh, right. They've never had never. any female influence in their lives, right? All they've had to do is dwarf, just dwarfing around. Dwarfing around. Doing, Playing life on their yeah. own terms. So they've got what they've got is they've got a trough, literally a trough like a horse feeds from or a pig, and it's full of manky old water. And they all mm-hmm. stand around it looking at water and they touch the water as if they've never even felt wetness before. They don't like, they're scared of it. Um, and they're all discussing what they should do and how they should do it. They've no idea. Some of them look, I mean, Doc looks as if he's well into his 70s, doesn't he? Yeah, that's probably why he's got the. Uh, now he sings a song about the authority. it. Oh, he knows how to wash. Is he telling them how to do it? Yeah, I picked this up during my time. Uh, during my time in the medical car, right? Mm. I was out east, out east in uh, Southeast Asia, and uh, I, I was at. I'd volunteered. It was actually. It was. It was a tax scam. Right, that involved me having to volunteer for six months, proving with all the paperwork that I volunteered for six months um, in the health corps in some sort of civil war they had going on out there or a famine or something. And I I did pick up quite a lot of stuff when I were there, and not just chlamydia either, right? I learned a lot about what they call sanitation. Um, It's not something that I've continued out of choice once I'd got out of that situation, but I do remember the basics. Now, watch me. And he's got a little song that he sings to them, which is always good to have a uh, a little song as a an aid memoir. Aid isn't memoir, it? exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So he teaches them, and they all wash in this big trough. Mm. They've all got big bars of soap, and they lava their face up. <laughs> he tells them to oh, do that noise. You know, when you shake your face. Now, I get a lot of stick in my house for the amount of noises I make, right? Um, yeah. That's like... Just in general? Yeah, I mean... To, Some noises. To, yeah, that to my family, they sort of think it's almost like to them. Like, I regard myself, and I'm sure there are others who think I am a multidimensional human being, right? Mm. I am complex. No, no, more, no more complex than the next person, mm. but all humans are complex, right? Definitely. Um, but my family see me in a very two-dimensional way, right? It's what, they, like some kind of unreconstructed pig character. They think I'm just a pig, right? Yeah. And they think that I'm, and they think I'm this thing that lives 
that has yeah. to live amongst Almost them in their room. exists rather than lives, right. just an existence. And if someone says, what would you... If you said to one of the three people I live with, what what is he like? They would mm. almost certainly, the first thing they'd talk about is, well, what he does is he makes lots of noises, right? Right. But a lot of the noises I make involuntarily, a lot of them I don't notice I'm making, right? Mm. But when I do notice I'm making them, I, um, I, I enjoy it. I find it satisfying. I find it cathartic. Like You're living, do... aren't you? Exactly. You're not, you're not editing yourself. Do you know what I'm doing, mate? I'm living out loud. Yeah, right. that's what it Sam is. Sam Delaney, living out loud. Lol. <laughs> I'm living out loud, mate. That's the name of my next so book. So are, are you saying that when you have a wash, you wash your face and you go... Totally. I 100% do that, and yeah. it's one of the favourite noises I make in a day. <laughs> of all the noises I make in a day, like I do a lot of like... When I'm getting up uh-huh. or down, you know. Yeah. Um, but the best one is when I get in the shower, right, uh, and I get the soap and I and I lather up and then I right. I lather my face, my bald head and neck. Yeah. And then yeah. as I wash it off, I put my face under the shower and I go... <laughs> like a big jowly dog. Yeah. And it well, feels Well, that's your private time. You're in the shower. I think you're allowed to do that. It's the best way to wash. Yeah. I don't, you know, this is about living life. If you're going to have a shower, if you're going to wash your face, do it. Do it with yeah. gusto. Embrace the situation. Don't just stop do the it face. With, do the head and the neck as well. Do it with yeah. passion and enthusiasm. Yeah. Be thorough. It's your, it's your face. It's your interface almost. You only have one face. It's right? the most important part of Use you. Use it. Yeah. Keep <laughs> yeah. it clean. Do Harry still sponsor us? Because if they do, I we can give this little speech then. Um, and we could even offer them the line, you only have one mm. face. Use it. Yeah. Use it wisely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to charge double for that because that's quality. That's really good. It's better than any line that their ad agency's come up with. One yeah. face, use it wisely. Harry's. Get yourself <laughs> fucking shaved, mate. <laughs> that is free, free, by the way, if Harry's a listener. see any more because we're not charging no, for this. exactly. You're not going to give this gold I'll, away for free. I'll bleep yeah, that so out. I make that noise so I can really relate to this bit. Maybe I even got it from them. That, maybe that's where Perhaps I got the idea. You, you've watched but this film a lot, It's a really good said. idea. Yeah. And anyone listening, I would say give it a go. When you're in the mm. shower tomorrow, get the soap or your shower gel if that's what you prefer. Mm. Lather it up. Give your face, shut your eyes tight. Don't get soap in your eyes. Give it a right good, yeah, and then shake it because in everything you do in life, it's important to honour the situation. Know you've lived it. Know you've yeah. done it. Be there. Make sure life. all of your senses are engaged. I mean, all life is is just a series of moments that are connected. And you, if you can't exactly embrace right. each moment and live it to its fullest, then what are you? You're nothing. Jalapeno. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Jalapeño. Someone told me once of a story um, of someone who'd gone to interview some kind of old aristocrat woman in her like 80s or 90s mm. about her life of being an aristocrat or something i don't know aristocrat and around in that yeah in the middle of the interview the butler comes in it's about three or four in the afternoon and mm. silently without any fanfare starts to lay out a small table with you know beautiful lace tablecloth silverware with tea and stuff yeah Doilies, 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 and then all these fancy cakes <sighs> come out, right? Little cakes yeah. and little finger sandwiches and tea. Afternoon tea, and without mentioning anything, she starts to pour her afternoon tea and serve the yeah. the lady who's there interviewing her. And they said, "This is very nice for you to lay this on for me." She went, "Don't stop for you, darling. This is this is Life. afternoon tea. We do this every day." And she went, "You do. You go to this trouble every single day." And she said, "But my dear." All we have is every single day. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, from the mouths of elderly aristocrats. Eh? Sometimes it's easy to denigrate aristocrats, isn't it? But yeah. sometimes that's where the truth comes from. She's living the heart. She's like, listen, she's right, the, I'm a fucking aristocrat. Loud. I'm an aristocrat and I live out loud, right? <laughs> if you're born an aristocrat, it is insulting to all of the non-aristocrats out there if you don't make the most of it. Afternoon tea every fucking day is the basics. This is fucking aristocrat. What chapter fucking one? Make sure you have afternoon tea every fucking day of your life. Earl Grey and a bit of Battenberg. Half three every day. (laughs) Cucumber sandwich. Bang. Living la vida loca. (laughs) You've bridged fucking lunch to dinner. No problem. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, You got no fucking. Hunger pangs, right? <laughs> a lot of the non-aristocrats, I notice, they get their hunger pangs, don't they? Uh, between yeah. meals, not us. That's, nope. you know, we fucking invented the bridging meal and we've stopped to it for tea. generations. And then a power nap. And you sorted. don't forget, between breakfast and lunch, you have your elevenses. You know what that is, don't you? Cheese on toast. <laughs> 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 it is Welsh rabbit is elevenses. Is that elevenses? I didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't. I had elevenses today. I had a bit of bread and jam, mate. Did you? What time yeah. did you get up though? What time was breakfast? I had breakfast at about eight. All right. I and had a then... lovely, lovely lie in this morning. Did I went you? to bed at, at midnight, which is you know fairly early for me, and I slept right through till quarter past nine. Oh, sleep, 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 sleep. That's great, mate. Lovely old sleep You feel sleep like a new man, don't you, when yeah. you've got, got through something like that? And then a right. bit of breakfast. I'm going to skip on a bit, right? They force... Okay. They, they, it gets quite physical, and they force oh. Grumpy. They've all washed their faces and enjoyed it, but he still won't do it on principle, because he doesn't... It's a control thing. He doesn't like being told what to do. The cunts pick him up, right? They all gang up on him, they grab him, and they dunk him in the trough and scrub him with soap 
fully yeah. clothed, right? He must be fu- well. He is. He's livid about it, as you That's would be. Bullying that. It's bullying, yeah, and he's he's an angry bloke anyway, even in normal life. And then just to make it even worse, they um they they uh, tie bows in his hair and beard, and they put a um a crown of flowers garland, on his bald head. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they just leave him to drown in the trough. But you know, uh, they're, they're basically saying on. you're you're a grumpy cunt. It's driving us mad. Yeah, put this on. Sake. We cut to the Queen's ca- the Wicked Queen's Castle, night time. <gasps> it is Forgot silhouetted against the full moon. Fuck. A single lamp glows in the window, and there she is with her pig box. You'll remember that we covered in earlier episodes, she had a specially commissioned ornate box for keeping mm. children's hearts in. And so just I guess a she's reminder, waiting for the huntsman to come back then, is she? He's come back. He's come back with the box, Have and he's given bit? it to her. And now right. she's like giving it in this bit. She's got the box and she's sort of like, right, let's mm-hmm. take a fucking good look at this then. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's uh, show the fucking dog to the rabbit. Right. Let the, do- let the dog see the rabbit. She's giving it a bit to the mirror, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> right. Oh. So she's gone, who's the first of them all, because she's been given the heart by the huntsman, a pig's heart. Yeah. And she's assuming he's dead. She's got no remorse. She's thinking, great, first thing, go back to the mirror, confirm that I am. I've gone back to be the fairest of the top dog again. Yeah. The uh the uh she's rubbing her hands together, fucking great, back where I belong, top of the pile. Fairest of them all. Top of the fucking pops. (laughs) The mirror. Fucking it parade. (laughs) <laughs> straight in at number one you cunt <laughs> like fucking like fucking Glenn Medeiros in his pomp <laughs> bang right GTFN Snow White you dead bitch right um, so she's all excited but then no the mm. mirror says over the hills blah 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 in the cottage of the central so the mirror is the not just content to say grass. sorry, she's still alive. The mirror is fucking grasta. I don't know how the cunt knows. He's obviously all knowing this John Mirror character. John yeah. Mirror. Oh, yeah. Omnipotent fucking reflective glass. Fucking hell. <laughs> right. And he's gone. She's still alive. And what's more, this is where she is. Listen to the Queen's reaction. Yeah. No, she fucking doesn't love. Yeah. It's a pig's heart. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I've been tricked. Ah, <laughs> she's still alive. That's not her heart. It's a fucking pig's heart, you dickhead. Ah, bastard. <laughs> The fucking huntsman. He's fucking lied to me. And the mirror's like, well, hang on a minute. You're the daft one. How do you know the difference between... Can't you tell the difference between a pig's heart and a fucking human's heart? (laughs) (laughs) They look completely different. (laughs) You don't do biology at school. Fuck's sake. (laughs) She 
she just fucks off and this is where it gets the really good bit because she runs this is where you see that she's got an undercastle rig right yeah a dungeon and she runs down she runs down into her dungeon down into the basement of the uh, of the castle and there's all rats looking at her and everything it's really creepy down there she's fucking livid and you're thinking to yourself first time you see this you're like what the fuck's going on here where's she off to I had no this idea. She's got this interesting fucking spells and shit. Yeah, she's got um, she's got secret. She's into the occult, basically. Yeah, and this is a big reveal because at this point like, you're like, she's, she's a bit like Jimmy Page at Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, did I tell you about when I went to Michael Winner's house and he's giving me the tour? <laughs> no, I got pause the video. <laughs> I went to Michael Winner's house to interview him. Right. He yeah. he invited me to interview him. He had a book out, right? And well, he obviously wanted Britain's top journalist to cover it. Yeah. Send me. Send the lady must come immediately. <laughs> he emailed me, no lie, out of the blue. I'd never met the cunt. And said, I've got a new book out. Would you like to come and interview me about mm. it at my house? And I responded immediately, yes. And he said, mm. when? And I said, now. And he went, all right. I'll be there 20 minutes. <laughs> I did. I got straight on my scooter. I was at my office and I, I got my scooter and I went to his house in Holland Park, right? A house, Chez by winner. the way. Yeah. A house now owned by Robbie Williams, right? And this well, really posh street. So I go in. It's fucking amazing. He is obviously very charming. He's a dab mm. hand at winning over twats like me. Yeah. I go suckers. down to his private screening room right <laughs> he is he has um prepared for me a gift bag inside of which is the new book a couple of his old books a bottle of champers right and something else like i think some some something like what, what are those charles bronson films he made death wish I think he had Death Wish trilogy on DVD. <laughs> right, anyway. This, we're in his this Delaney character seems like a susceptible, pliable yeah. journalist type. I'll yeah. get him to interview me. Um, Michael, I have looked at the gift bag you have prepared for me and I've decided to give your book a five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> Sight unseen. This champagne is going to get me going through the afternoon. Right. And it, we're in there and I interview Wonderful. him. And it, the interview, wonderful, my boy. I interviewed him, <laughs> during which he went, I hope you don't mind my sex. At the time, I still had a head of hair, but it was thinning. And right. he was talking about somewhere other, and he went, you know. And he told me it was some film star that he claimed had given him a tip. I can't remember who. He went, he gave me a wonderful tip, and I hope you don't mind me applying it to you, but I noticed that you are thinning a bit on top. And I thought, <laughs> you can't, right? And he went, wash your hair in lager beer every day uh, and it just beer. grows back he went but it has to be good Heineken's particularly good don't get any cheap lager get a good quality <laughs> continental lager I thought he's fucking winding me up here he's trying to stitch me up trying to get uh, me to fucking pour good Heineken drinking Heineken all over my head right because <laughs> so obviously I was still with the drink anyway the, re- the main point in the story is after he goes oh, that's the interview done would you like a tour of the house? And I'm like, yeah, right. So he takes me around this wonderful house and shows me all the bits and bobs. And then he goes, this is my bedroom. So we go upstairs, right? And the bedroom is 
fucking huge, right? It is enormous. I'm not exaggerating when I say it felt like almost the size of a football pitch. And right stationed in the middle of it is a big bed in the middle. Like, I don't know about you, but I have my bed pushed up against the wall, the headboards against the wall, right? Kind of have to, don't you? People like us have to. Yeah, we have to, to, though. Yeah. Uh, not him. He's like, put it right in the fucking middle. And not just right that. The spot. It, it's on a raised platform, right? Oh. So it's almost like the bed is on a stage in the centre of the room. Has it got rails on it in case he falls off? No, it didn't have that. So I'm impressed, but not as impressed as when he said, and out here you can see the gardens. So I walk out to, to the bedroom window and oh. I look and he goes, oh, look, and there's my neighbour, right? There's my neighbour pottering about. Right, and I look into next door's garden. Right, and I go. I look for. I fucking know that cunt. And I go. Isn't that Jimmy Page out of Led Zeppelin? He he went. Yes, it is. Why do you know him? <laughs> and I went. No, I don't know him. I just saw it was him. He's your neighbour, is he? He went. Yes, that's right. Amazing. Well, there's a follow up to that because, as you've said, Robbie Williams now lives in that house. And yeah. Robbie Williams and Jimmy Page have had a five-year-long feud. Yeah, they're in conflict, aren't they? Over yeah. over um, Robbie's plans to build a super basement underneath his house. <laughs> like this the is Queen's. what they all do. Like the Wicked Queen super basement. Yeah, this is what they all do. They're super rich now. They build super basements. Oh, unbelievable. And they get, the, they get the digger in to dig out yeah. the basement, and then they just bury the fucking digger underneath where the basement's going to be because you can't get it out again. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I've lift it definitely out of a read crane. this. Yeah. Now you can't get it out. You send it in, but then once you've dug all the way down to the basement, it's impossible to get it out again. So they yeah, just, they just keep the digging. The Russians are doing it all it. over London. And I think, you know, at one point, everything's going to collapse. The whole fucking yeah. foundations of London all the, is going to collapse. All the We're all drains gonna and everything. Down the sinkhole. Yeah. Yeah. Next but, thing uh, you know, the. There'll be a load of fucking Russian oligarchs falling into the Victoria line when you're going along on the yeah, train. Falling into the Earth's core. But mm. apparently, uh, this is from March 2020, the two now get along. They're now in mm. harmony. So uh, that's good to know. Um, yeah. But I just so think, Robbie, I've rock. been to that house. It's already got a basement because I remember going down into yeah. a basement where the screening room was, right? You want to go down again? Why, Robbie? This, well, yeah, it, I think it's described as a super basement. Just stop so, and ask yourself, why do you need that, right? You don't. You don't fucking need it. If it's going to fuck Jimmy Page off, it's, right, it's yeah. going to cost you a load of money, it's going to be a load of ball ache, you're going to have to end up burying a digger. Mm. Why do you ne- What do you need it for? You don't fucking need it. You've probably got big houses elsewhere. Or sell up mm. and go and buy what well, I'd do. Go and buy a huge house out in the countryside somewhere, right? Exactly. Or in the Isle yeah. of Wight. With a little right? space. That you don't have to dig down into a basement. You've got a fucking huge enough house and annexes and everything. I think what it is, I think it's a psychosexual thing. Robbie Williams mm. wants to fuck the planet, basically. That's what he wants to do. He wants to have sex yeah. with planet yeah. Earth. And that's yeah. what he's doing. He's digging and digging. And, I mean, you know, me and you dig, but this is a different level no but this is he's taking it too far there's something yeah there's something seriously wrong here well what happened was they rejected his plans the council rejected his plans twice but eventually approved them in December on condition that the builders used only hand tools so they're doing (laughs) they're building his basement with some old fashioned digging just with like some spoons spoons I guess yeah yeah Yeah. 
because uh, I'm look. It says Jimmy Page's objection was that the the vibrations would damage his Grade One listed home in Holland Park. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's a legitimate concern. I think so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if one of my neighbours, heaven forbid, said, "We oh, by the way, not a big one, not a big deal, but we're going to build a super basement right yeah. underneath our rig," I would be really concerned about that. Mm. We're going to build a super basement and the vibrations are going to be fucking amazing. And I'd be like, what are you what? doing that for? And they go, black magic, occult, that kind of thing. I want to fuck the planet. <laughs> I want to fuck the planet, <laughs> raise the devil, you know, <laughs> keep rats, that I'm sort bored. of shit. <laughs> so there, there we go. I'm going to that- fucking penetrate the earth's fucking ovaries. <laughs> So that's it. So I don't know whether the work's going ahead with hand tools. My guess would be that it's not. But um, there you go. A bunch of dwarfs uh, down there fucking we'll, digging we'll with spoons. We'll leave it there. We'll leave it yeah. there. And the next time we'll we'll discover what's going on in the super basement of what the Queen. What we're going to get to see is her super basement black mm-hmm. magic rig uh, where she's got this crow assistant and yeah. loads of skulls. And you see her do some fucking dark shit. It's a big twist in the film because... Until this point, what you think Snow White's dealing with is a psycho and she's got a magic mirror, but she's still basically at her disposal just as the basics like a huntsman who she pays to kill people. But when you find out that she actually... It's very much like Live and Let Die where you think in the past Bond, although he's been in some scrapes, he's only dealing with other cunts with guns. And when he's in Live and Let Die, he has to actually contend with real-life voodoo. And that's a whole. Yeah. That's something that he he hasn't been trained for. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like they don't train you for that at spy school, and it's really similar to what happens in Snow White. Suddenly, you realise the Wicked Queen yeah. has sort of dark and mysterious powers that are beyond most humans' comprehension. Yeah, and we'll find out what happens next time. There yeah. you go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, TTFN. TTFN, dickheads. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.